sure I'm glad that Jesus saves. He's the only one that can save you today. I trust you're saved. If you're not, you can be. If you'd call on the Lord and just humble yourself and repent and put your faith in Him, He'll save you today. And I'm glad that there's salvation in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone in His death, burial, and resurrection. And I trust that you're saved today. I'd like to welcome those that are joining us by the way of the internet. We thank God for your presence and um, and I'd like to welcome all those that are here in the building as well. But if you'd like to uh, uh, turn to 2 Samuel chapter 18. 2 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 5. And the title of the message is Riding the Mule of Sin. How many of you ever rode a horse or a mule? And uh, here we're going to see a story about a young man that was riding a mule. And, and that mule was going to leave him hanging. And he's going to ride off and go his way and he'll pick up another rider, I'm sure. But riding the mule of sin. 2 Samuel 18 and verse 5, it says, And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains charge concerning Absalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the wood of Ephraim, where the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David. And there was there a great slaughter that day of 20,000 men. For the battle was there scattered over the face of all the country and the wood. I don't like that. We're going to get back to that in a little while. But And the wood devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between the heaven and the earth, and the mule that was under him went away. And a certain man saw it and told Joab and said, Behold, I saw Absalom hanged in an oak. And uh, Joab said unto the man that told him, And behold, thou sawest him, and why didst thou not smite him there to the ground? And I would have given thee ten shekels of silver and a girdle. And the man said unto Joab, Though I should receive a thousand shekels of silver in mine hand, yet would I not put forth mine hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king charged thee and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Beware that none touch the young man Absalom. Here was a righteous man that wanted to do right. Otherwise I should have wrought falsehood against my own life. For there is no matter hid from the king, and thou thyself would have set thyself against me. He saw right through what, what Joab was saying here. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Absalom while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. And ten young men that bear Joab's armor compassed about and smote Absalom and slew him. 
And Joab blew the trumpet, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held back the people. And they took Absalom and cast him into a great pit in the wood and lay a very great heap of stones upon him and all Israel fled under every one to his tent. Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and reared up for himself a pillar which is in the king's dale for he said I have no son to keep my name in remembrance and he called the pillar after his own name and it is called unto this day Absalom's place." Here we have a very tragic story of a young man who had fallen for the lie of believing in yourself and just follow your dreams and nothing can stop you. Can I just say that 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 lie is out there today telling young people, telling older people that hey, if you just believe in yourself, uh, you can be whoever you want to be. You can be whatever you want to be. You just follow your dreams and nothing can stop you. But can I remind you, that's a lie. Absalom believed that lie. He thought he could dethrone his daddy. He thought he could take his daddy's place. uh, But here we see his tragic end. You know, Absalom started off in a good place. He was raised in the king's house, but he wasn't satisfied with his place. So what did he do? He rebelled against his daddy, the king, and he tried to take his daddy's place. He said, if I just had that position, then I would be happy in life. You better be careful wishing for things because you know what? They'll disappoint you in the end. He finally got what he wanted and he caused his daddy to flee out of the palace and took over his daddy's house. But even then, we see that that didn't satisfy him. He said, I'm going to have to raise up a pillar. I'm going to have to put up a pillar, a column there if you would, and I'm going to have to put my name on it. I mean, he was full of himself. He couldn't get enough of himself, kind of like the society we live in today, always taking selfies, just can't get enough of themselves. Well, look how I look here. If you walk out there on the beach and you go out there, you'll see people... mm, uh, doing like this. I mean, just, you know, putting their hands like this. They can't get enough. Oh, let me see. Let me see how good I look. They can't get enough of themselves. But you know what? Things don't turn out the way that he wanted. And when he met his dad's army, the Bible tells us in verse 9, listen, listen to what happens to him. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak. And he was taken up between the heaven and the earth, and the mule that was under him went away. I want to preach on this subject today with the help of God. Be careful riding the mule of sin because it'll leave you hanging and go find another fool. The end of this verse says, and the mule that was under him went away. It doesn't say where the mule went, it just went away. I'd like to be able to say that that mule of sin never picked up another rider. But that wouldn't be true. There's been many more riders to mount that mule of sin. They may not have looked like Absalom. They may have lived in different times. 
but they all had the same desires that Absalom had. You see, that mule of sin has picked up young ladies. That mule of sin has picked up young people, young men, middle-aged men, middle-aged women. It's picked up any older person that would just get on. It'll pick them up. That prodigal son, he rode that mule of sin right out of his house until he got thrown off into the pig pen and he wound up in a place that he would never imagine being. You know, Absalom never imagined that he would wound up hanging between heaven and earth and no longer in control of his life. The Bible says that this mule called sin left him hanging in a tree and he just went away. You better be careful who you choose to hang around, who you choose to facilitate what you want to do. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life will always leave you hanging. And just like the mule that Absalom rode, it'll go on and find another rider. You can't ride that mule of sin and think that it won't leave you hanging. Hey, I can just tell a little lie. You know, well, what's one little lie? Well, you know what it'll do? It'll turn into another lie because you're going to have to tell a lie to cover up that lie. And before you know it, it's going to be a snowball effect and you're going to be lying all the time. Oh, I can ride that mule of sin called lying. I'll be all right. I can listen to a little bit of country music. I can listen to a little bit of rock and roll. I can listen to a little bit of rap and some other types of worldly music. I'll be all right. Well, you will till you want to that mule of sin gets you hanging in some tree somewhere and you can't go get away from it and you're stuck there. Oh, I can listen to some dirty jokes. I can listen to some cuss words, some bad words. I can even say those words. They won't hurt me. I can control them. You see, Absalom thought that too. Absalom thought that he could control the direction of his life. But the wood caught up with him. Oh, I can look at dirty pictures or I can look at dirty movies on the internet. It's not going to hurt me. <laughs> Why? Because I'm riding that mule of sin. I'm on top of this thing. Oh, I can take a drink of beer. I, I can take a little sip of wine or some form of alcohol. I'll be fine. I'm okay. I can ride that mule of sin. I, hey, I can control. I can be responsible. You know, like everybody else can't, but you know, I'm the one, I'm that one full of pride that thinks I can be responsible enough to not take it too far. You better be careful riding that mule of sin. Oh, I can take just a little hit of drugs. I mean, it's all around. I'm sure that everybody here, you've probably smelt it this week on someone, somewhere, someplace, or you've seen other people even using it. I'll be all right. I can do it. It looks cool. You know, it looks like they're having a great time. Let me tell you a story about a 20-year-old young lady that used to go to church with us a long time ago. And she was engaged to be married, 20 years old, had her whole life before. And she told her mom, I want to go to one more party. Before I get married, mom, I want to go have one more good party before I get married and I settle down. That young lady that night died of an overdose. She died by herself on a bed. Her heart had exploded because she rode that mule of sin, 
right into that party thinking she was in control of everything. I can take one hit. I, I can just... She wound up dying that night when her heart burst because of the amount of drugs that she took. There was a young man, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he probably came to church here once or twice at least. He came here with his dad. But he got into some money. And all he wanted to do was party. And he died of an overdose. We're talking about 21, maybe 22 years, just a young man that died of an overdose. And while he was laying there dead, people took his wallet out of his pocket and got his cards out so that they could keep buying food so they could keep on partying. You understand, that mule of sin, you may think you're in control, but it'll get you caught, and you'll be hanging there, and death is coming, and yet it'll go on its way and find some other mule to pick it up, to get on top of it. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. You can't escape that. There's only one way. Thank God you can't escape it, (laughs) but not on your own. You can't sin and prosper. The Bible says the soul that sinneth, it shall die. May the Lord help us. I preached a funeral of a a young mama. Had a five-year-old child, 23-year-old lady. She'd been sober and not been on drugs for two years, I was told. And she took one hit. One hit. And she died. I just want to ride that mule of sin one more time. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The only way to escape that is through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He died for our sins. You're going to have to put your faith in Him. In 2 Samuel 18 and verse 6, it said, So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the wood of Ephraim, where the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David. And there was there a great slaughter that day of 20,000 people. Men, underline those words, it ain't just an Absalom story. There's 20,000 other people that died that day for the battle was scattered over the face of all the country and the wood devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. Hey, that old oak tree has grabbed many a victim. Everybody that died following Absalom They died with the same pride in their heart that Absalom had. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned. That's everybody in here. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody that banded with Absalom that day, they were just as guilty as Absalom. You say, well, I don't do this or I don't do that or I don't do that sin. The Bible says, For all have sinned. That mule called sin did not care about Absalom. That mule called sin did not care who followed him into the wood. 20,000 people died that day. Why? Because Absalom was lifted up in pride, thinking that he could take over a place uh, that God had already given to someone else. All those that went with Absalom was lifted up in pride, thinking that they could go against God and win. Every time we sin, 
Every time that we tell a lie, every time that we have a dirty thought, uh, every time that we curse or listen to, to curse words, and, and, and it doesn't bother us and, and we don't try to get away from it, uh, uh, listen to worldly music that appeals to the flesh, uh, when we disobey those that are in authority of, uh, over us, uh, anytime we steal or we just get mad at others, we lift ourselves in pride against God. And can I just remind you that all sin is against God. David said, hey, don't punish him. But right here's the thing, Absalom's sin was against God. Absalom was fighting a losing battle. But because of his pride, he was blinded to the end result. Absalom was fleeing the battle to live and fight another day. He was on the run. He was still on that mule. He was still riding that mule of sin. But the Bible says that his head got caught in the boughs of a tree. That's where two branches are kind of like this. And he wound up, he didn't see it, and he looked up like this, and he was right there. And those branches caught him, and he couldn't get loose. He was stuck there. I mean, he couldn't pull himself loose. He couldn't wiggle out of it. He was caught. That's what sin will do to you. You're caught. For the wages of sin is death. You're caught there. He never saw it coming. Pride will blind you. The three people that I mentioned earlier, the 20-year-old young lady who just wanted one more party, she never saw herself dying on a bed all along with her heart bursted open. The young man that overdosed and his friends took his cards out so they could just keep partying, he never saw the bows of that old oak tree coming his way. Just like he never saw it. The young mom of 23 who had been free from, from drugs for two years but just had to have one more hit. She never saw the bows of that old, old tree coming. The Bible says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ask Absalom if riding that mule of sin was worth it. Ask those 20,000 that followed after him. Ask them if it was worth it. You better be careful who you're following, who you're associating with. Sin will take you further than you ever thought you'd go. Never did Absalom ever think that he would get caught in the boughs of a tree and would die there. But you know what? Sin led him there. Sin's going to cost you far more than you ever thought you'd pay. Sin cost Absalom his life. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Sin will keep you longer than you ever planned to stay. Sin caught Absalom by the head and would not let go of him. Absalom died that day and they cast his body into a pit and piled a bunch of stones over his body. No more to be found. No more to be remembered. His daddy mourned for him for one day and then he got up and went back to business. Can I just say this is a tragic story? But unfortunately, it's a common story. Thousands of years later, young people and older people alike are still riding that mule of sin. They're still blinded by their pride. Many have been caught by the wood and many are still heading toward that old oak tree and they don't even see it coming. But here's the good news. You don't have to keep riding that mule of sin. There's a way to get off that mule before you get caught in the bows of that old oak tree. 
Jesus who never rode a mule of sin. He was sinless. He never sinned. He was never lifted up with pride. The Bible says that he became sin for you and me. He took all our pride and, and all our sin and he bore it in his body on the cross. And the Bible tells us that he hung on a tree for you and me. He willing him, willingly put himself on a tree and he died for us. He, Jesus died on the cross so that we don't have to. He voluntarily placed uh, himself in the boughs of an old tree for you and me. Jesus died so that you and I could go free. If you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, then I plead with you today. I, I trust that you'll accept Him as your Savior. Why don't you ask Him to save you? He'll set you free from whatever mule you're riding on. Maybe you're saved today and you, you say, well, preacher, I've been riding that mule of sin. Uh, I, I've allowed some things in my life that I think I could control, but I really can't. And, and, and maybe you've been lifting up in pride and, and, and doing things you know that God does not approve of that goes against the Bible. Ashton thought he could get away with it. But the only one who got away was the mule. See, you can't sin and prosper. Maybe you just need to ask Jesus to forgive you today. Maybe of some specific sin. And ask Him to help you get off that mule before it leaves you hanging and goes on to find another fool. Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Because if you don't, why not trust Him today? Christian, He's ready to forgive you if you'll just confess it to Him. And he promised that he would forgive you.